actually don't know what our first topic is on this. We're going straight into the game. No, so, no, what we're pr- proving. So when you're. Uh, so the thing is, right? You've got to deal with all these uh, different areas of the business. You need to deal with customers. You need to deal with data. You need to be quite well learned. And you've um, you've had like a large amount of experience. You've been through a lot of industries, not a lot of industries, a lot of like companies, a few different industries and companies, yeah, yeah. industries and companies. So like a well versed man. If you were to play a game, for example, on uh, three letter acronyms in the technology Holy industry, shit. you'd probably be pretty good. Now people don't want. Are we allowed to do this? I don't know. Segment anymore. <laughs> Where's that? You didn't even press the button. That's so strange. <laughs> It's like it just knows after the break, we just go straight into the game. That's right, everyone. Your uh, favourite game show on the number one TypeScript podcast on Spotify. KYTLA. Know your three-letter acronym. Can you say KYTLA? (laughs) KYTLA. So the way it works is um, we yell out three-letter acronyms. Or more. It doesn't even have to be. It's just You know we're mic'd up. I don't think you need to yell. Yeah, we're going to yell. Okay. It gets pretty heated, let me tell you. You're going to be yelling by the end of it. Okay. So we, I, give so them to, I give them to you. I hope you're not looking at them. You're not cheating, are you? No. I had them on the desk the whole time, actually. You've probably been looking across the desk. No, I can't, read, I can't, I can't read upside down. Okay, good. good. So we yell out. We, we speak clearly the three-letter acronyms to yep. our guest, Ash. And he has to see how many he can get right within a minute. And you can just say pass if you don't know. Okay, let's do it. You can do it. Um, no, no, no. I've got can do it. Observational concurrency. A lifeline. Yeah, you can ask me if you want. Are you ready? Yeah. AWS. Amazon Web Services. SEO. Oh. Search engine optimization. RDBMS. Pass. <laughs> PPC. Pay. P- I don't know, privacy, personal company. I Commandments. <laughs> Pay-per-click. TS. Oh, yeah. TS? Terms and service? No. TS. Okay, let oh, me. TypeScript. Yes. Number one TypeScript podcast. Wait, that's a, t- that's a literal two-letter acronym. <laughs> URL. URL. Uh, oh, I should know this one. Nope, pass. SAS. S-A-A-S. Software as a service. BA. Business analyst. CTO. Ooh. Chief Technology Officer. CIO. Chief Information Officer. SQL. Structured Query Language. QA. Quality Assurance. SQS. Oh, that's, that's like a... It's Q. Not to do Q. Yeah, SQS. Is it? Oh, God. <laughs> no. I almost had it. I don't oh, that's great. That's the best what's S- what's guess SQS? result we've had. SQS, Simple Q Service. SNS, Simple Notification Service. Amazon is not creative. <laughs> 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 Just think simple and then add service at the end. Do you reckon? Okay, I know. You've done quite well, by the oh, way. Thank you. Yeah. So, I have a question back for you guys. Oh, okay. Let's Can you it. explain to me? And I've, I've, I've had this, I haven't had the time, so I'm just going to, to actually get the answer to this, but maybe you can help. What's the deal with developers? <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal? <laughs> no, it's, I'm hearing this term. You know how, like, four or five years ago, I was listening, I was, I was like, Oh, Kubernetes, Kubernetes, Kubernetes. And then now I'm hearing this term, Kafka. Oh, yeah. Okay. Explain it's, like it's I'm five. It's God's greatest sin. 
What is Kafka? Kafka is a messaging system that LinkedIn built uh, to solve them needing to have a lot of data in a lot of disparate systems and all of them like needing to talk to each other. And previously, they had all of these services like fucking glued right next to each other. Like every service knew every other service name. Um, they tried to use other like enterprise messaging systems uh, to solve this problem, but it didn't quite fit what they wanted. So LinkedIn came up with a extremely like uh, scalable s- uh, system. It's like speed of light messaging. Like you publish a message, like like SQS or SNS, that sort of thing. Yeah. And then on another side, you have a, a pool of, I can't remember what the actual terminology is. I used it in my last job. But um, you have a pool of subscribers, and then that pool can, like, read messages so they can that are published. So they can keep polling the, what, the, the service? Yeah, push or pull. So I think right. Kafka supports, like, it can do, like, an HTTP push or just, like, a lot of ad- other um, publishing systems. And you can set the intervals for how often you... Yeah, it's it, there's no like um, logic in the middle, which is one of the reasons why people like it as well. A lot of messaging systems, like they have like some business DSL in it because it's like it's built for like, I, I don't know, like MQTT or whatever, like those really big enterprise systems. This is like, it's somewhat approachable to startups in a way. So it's a queue, right? It's not, that's a that's a simplification, but yeah, yeah. It, it also, it can, it can have a schema applied to it. Oh. And it keeps your messages stored for a like dura- like however long you set the durability for. So seven years, for example, you could say, or seven weeks or a week mm. is how long you want to keep messages that go on to that. And then let's say that you have a consumer that needs all of the messages to be read to like stay up to date. You're able to tell it, okay, start over. And it can start at the beginning of history and read forward. So it's very popular for dri- event-driven systems like a bank, funnily enough, worked at a bank. But um, so you can imagine that you would be able to read off all of the transactions that ever have ever come into your bank if you needed to do like if uh, you found there was some logic logical issue in your system, you'd be able to push the cursor all the way back and then read forward. I see. The issue is uh, it is a it is a big system and uh, it is a mistake uh, where I have seen it used right. because it is seen as a, s- a simple system from operations. And then actually getting that thing to run and managing it is like it is a full team job there's managers managed services for it uh by i think data stacks does it and then aws has something else i can't remember i think they're coming out with one or they like they, they integrate with a kafka managed system but uh it is it's essentially just messaging but if you work somewhere that has less than like a thousand employees uh don't 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 even like glance at it it is a complex system that needs people that are experienced with it to operate it mm-hmm. yeah don't just be like someone in your sprint is like oh, i was thinking about doing kafka for the ne- <laughs> this next oh, feature block, I, don't I, don't, I, don't, I don't have an opinion i was just wondering yeah. no no this is yeah. it's just it's a it's a it's a, a thick piece of software that takes a, a lot of time and the p- and what i've also seen is that people who use it uh start using it because of the hype much like uh, all technology much like a lot of the enterprisey sort of scalable yep. stuff, people think, oh, well, we're a big company. We've got a thousand users. Yep. And then they want to implement, you know, 
this Sometimes massive. engineers just want to test out cool stuff too. Yeah, exactly. You have to have they're it like, on the resume. They're like, I just want I've an opportunity. Kafka on my resume. Yeah, I just want an opportunity in my career to use Kafka. So I'm just jamming it in here. Exactly. Whether we yeah. need it or not, it's going in. It's interesting. Every, every architect will suggest Kafka and it will always be pulled out <laughs> eventually. Because uh, there's other systems that are simpler to use and also less expensive and don't require so much knowledge to, to use. So Chuck a couple out there without going into too much detail. Well, you can just hook up SNS and SQS. If uh, you, yeah, you don't sure. have like, I mean, it's not as configurable. It's like a basic message. It's not identical. System. There is no identical no. system. There's like little garage ones. There's like Go implemented ones that you could host yourself. But yeah. in terms of hosted services, uh, Google PubSub, like if all you want is an event-driven system, just use like a one of those hosted services. Yeah. And if you need durability on the events to be able to replay them, maybe just put a database at the end of it mm. and don't, you know, yep. don't fuck with Kafka. Yep. Yeah. It, it's a big boy and it, it bites back. Uh, there's, uh, there's so many incidents that have been caused by it, like an infinite amount of incidents because that whole, you remember how I said they can go back in time? I can't, I can't oh even really? actually go into the details of some of the incidents that have happened because they are right. that damaging. Because imagine every event in your system can be redone and imagine... Yeah, anyway. It's that's negative. That's juicy. Yeah. Where have you heard? Where have you been hearing it, Ash? No, just, oh, just around. Oh, okay. Technology, people love it. Yeah. 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 But work, think about the size about of your it. system. Like if LinkedIn is, you know, international, millions and millions and millions and millions of customers, and they yeah. also, like, they are data heavy. Yeah. Like they, they, they are, like, collecting data on every single thing that you do at all times. If you're not at that point in your company, which not many people are, uh, don't, don't do it. Speaking of LinkedIn, did you hear they're getting into the uh, short-term job marketplace? Oh, oh yeah, like the uh, higher econ- what's it called the the freelancer kind economy? of marketplace. Yeah, what are you the gig the gig, gig economy. economy? Yeah, they're yeah. getting into the gig, gig economy, economy of gig. Are you up to date with that? Ash? No, this is, this is new to me. Yeah, yeah, the thing I'm I'm on LinkedIn every other day. You're going to be like a competitor to Upwork and job. Stuff. You know, we're hiring here. <laughs> <laughs> if you're interested in designing buttons for, for a us. Kafka engineer. Yeah. Yeah? Oh, <laughs> we're I thinking of implementing it I can week. be a Kafka lead. I know all <laughs> about it now. Oh, that's, yeah. that's true. Yeah. I reckon that's going to that's surely going to be in someone's resume. Kafka lead. Kafka lead. Well, yeah. it is. Like Kafka SME. Mm. What does SME stand for? Small medium enterprise. It can, mm. but in the context of what we were talking about. Subject matter expert. Oh, yeah. sure. Yes, yeah. Actually, we've been SME dealing with uh, ATO TLAs and um, like SSL depends on where you say it. You're going to get a different acronym. That's true. Yeah, SME is a tough one. I, even reading the page, I, I, I was an SME for three things at my last job. Okay. What? Nexus, uh, AWS Lambda, and... Jinx? Uh, Nginx, actually, yeah. But yeah. I was an SME on how to pick a mango at one stage in my life. <laughs> yeah. I was an SME for wiping the floors. <laughs> but um, actually, it comes on to a, a different topic, kind of relates to it. If someone asks you to put Kafka in, in your job, yeah. you can like shut that down. And then you might get a bit of respect from that. So <laughs> I would have shut it down for no real reason. Well, maybe you can say to them, like, maybe we need to... Is there a simpler solution? Simpler solution. Yeah. Like, you can yeah, say... I probably I've could do that now. Yeah. I, it, it would be hard to come from a product person, though. 
Like oh, that, yeah. would, that would feel negative to me. But okay, this is my like point. Like if you, like yeah. let's say that I was the engineer and you were the product manager and you said, can we do something simpler? I would so, be like, listen so like here, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so as we are now. Yeah. No, I mean like if we worked together and, and I was like, I need Kafka for this. And you said, yeah. no, I'd be so angry. I would replay this episode back to you. Yeah. <laughs> but this is my point. Like, yeah, yeah. How, how can you prove yourself in your role? Like what's, what, what are these kind of things that you can do to, to make people know that, yep, like, okay, you don't necessarily know what Kafka is, but people respect, oh, Ash, he's, like, pretty well, switched on. He knows his stuff. Like, well, maybe we should relook at it. How do you prove yourself in these roles? I don't, like, the one thing is I don't need it. I have no say mm. in the engineering practices yep. that we do. Yep. Nor should I. I don't, I don't think. It's the engineer's responsibility. Yeah, completely. They're like the people like who have to you, be responsible. You completely for it. Yeah, yeah, engineers would completely own that. And I'm there I'm there to add a lens yeah. to that decision making. Um, you know, and then and then we live with the consequences. Just like engineers we live with the consequences of the product decisions that, you know, I might make. Mm. Um, so, you know, back to that Kafka example, I might be like, the engineer wants to do it. And I, I could be, I don't know, I could ask why? Why? What does? What does it do for us? You know, I'm not saying yes or no, because I've got no say. If I'm just asking why, you know, like oh, I don't know. Why? Why? Why could we? It's like uh, we've got a lot of messages coming through. Uh, this is a really, really scalable way to to read them all and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, cool. I don't even think well, these sort of questions should go to the. Well, well, the it doesn't. Person. It probably doesn't need to come to the product person, but like these these conversations happen, right? Like. For example, if you're, if I'm like, okay, this is something, this is how we're going to build the solution. We tested well on the market um, and it worked well with our customers. They could use it. And then, yeah. oh, by the way, it looks like, it looks like, you know, this data that we're showing here changes all the time. Um, we get that data from this other service and, hey, this could be a good place to use Kafka, mm. says the engineer. And I'm like, cool. Like, I can, I can tell you where it's going to go, like where this particular feature or this product is going to go. But, and then I can keep the engineers informed around what might happen in the future and whether or not it's really necessary. Um, and then they can tell me this is why Kafka is good for it, but I would also expect healthy debate to go, to, to go the other way as well. Mm. Um, not from me, but maybe other engineers. Um, so, no, I, d I don't think at any point like, uh, product people should be stepping in and, and making engineering decisions. But it, they should be I've keeping... I've been in that environment yeah. and it's a very infantile, uh, infantilizing. It uh, makes you feel like a child. Oh, yeah. Like they have to nanny you. It's very yeah. frustrating. No, no, like, yeah, you, 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 should, you should keep... We have to be responsible for our software and our consequences of our architecture, yeah, not the product completely. person. It also makes you responsible for the outcome if I ask you the question. Like if oh I yeah. say, oh, oh, do you think we should use Kafka? All of a sudden now you are liable for that decision when it was our decision, the engineering yeah. team in the first place. I probably, I would, again, with that, like I would be like, this is, I would again tell you, this is where it's going. We're expecting this much, you know, if it's, yeah. if it's an architectural thing, yeah. this much traffic, yada, 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 um, then you, you make the best decision you can. Obviously, the, the technology team needs to know a bit about the roadmap. To so if they do need something like more complete than, you know, the most simple mm. messaging system, that they can prepare for that. 
if you're going to have a million different schemas all of a sudden out of nowhere because you're building an analytic system, yeah, then, you know, that's that's something that they need to know early. But I don't think it would come up. It shouldn't, at least in my opinion, come up in uh, product discussions. Hmm. Yeah, just as part of like friendly discussion, it makes sense, but not as a decision. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't. I wouldn't think. Yeah, I think these things can come up in. I'm not saying product, but like in just like when you when everyone's designing the solution together, mm. right? Like they they can come up and then the product person's like, oh yeah, this this is where I think it will be important to yeah. talk about. Um, however, yeah, sometimes you know product isn't in that conversation if it's strictly just between engineers because you're really getting into the nitty gritty of like, all right, what are we like really? What's talking to what? In those sort of conversations, yeah, there's definitely a point at which you might say like. Uh, there's there's two options for implementation and just give two estimates like if you have two different options and then like give what you think the the downside will be later like if i have to if we go with option a i pretty much have to do option b later it's essentially oh yeah, something no. that i do so all the time yeah, yeah. no so, so that's yeah. a really good one so i it literally happened last week where we've got this um we can sort of you know and the, the simplest thing is like oh we can probably just hard code that you know that particular piece um, so, so we had this decision last week internally where, you know, we were rolling out this particular feature and then, um, and then I'm, I'm like, hey, how much effort is it going to be just to like, just to get this one thing out? Um, and, you know, we're talking, oh, a day. But are we going to have more of these things, you know, in, in the future? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then that's when you come into the conversation, all right, then should we build something more scalable? And then I said, well, we probably won't have, like, we probably wouldn't get more of these situations for another two or three months. And, yeah. then, and then, so then that's when you start looking at what's the, what's the delta? What's the, what's the difference in effort between just doing it, you know, air quotes properly or doing it for scale now or just doing this one thing now? Um, and then what's the level of effort to then, you know, if, if we if we did it the scalable way now, let's say it's going to take us a week, and then if we had to if we did the hard coding thing now and then we did it the scalable way later, it's going to take us eight days. Uh, you know, it's a five from five days to eight days. So that means the cost of the decision is three days. You know, sometimes you can get it down to that level, but in general, you talk about okay, ah, it's going to you know that's what you want to think about is the difference in in timing of, of which one is important. Yeah. And for us, getting out there into market fast is quicker so so we went with this the the one that was going to be less of an impact because the difference in whether or not we build it properly later or, or build it now mm. is um is, is quite minimal yeah. and then the benefit and the benefit of getting out faster was greater yeah yeah there's and there, there's a lot of things that things that I've seen people go to product managers for like, oh, should we be writing tests, for example? Like, are you Oh, yeah, this I is know, a good one. Hilarious. What? Why would this you go to a PM one. about that? Uh, that's a good question. Or why would they? <laughs> but they, like, people would say like, oh, how well tested do you want this feature? Uh, and really, as a software developer, like, that's your, your role is to decide when yeah. it's well tested enough. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting environment. What do you guys do with testing? Do you do you weigh into testing at all? Manual testing, automated testing, like you, do, do you, you test features yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do use you my have own QA team as well. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I would do my own user testing just to make sure that I'm happy with it. But that would be outside of what the engineering does. Is that more like does? quality assurance? It's less. No, no, no. Do no. you have a checkbox? So one thing I, I've also seen is like a clipboard of like these are the 32 scenarios that product checks before a release. Do you no. do that sort of testing no. or is it more like, uh, oh, we added this feature and then you just like play around in the app and find stuff? No, I, I play around. Yeah. Um, and I think it's much healthier. Make sure, make sure I'm happy with it. Because That I means that you're confident I in your developers as well, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Trust. Trust and communication. Trust, That's trust. what it all comes down to. Trust. That's funny. I had a, I worked with a product manager one time and he had a, a list after every or before every release. He would go through his list and tick I everything off. There I were no tests at that company. I, I have a... Uh, I don't know. So that, that would mean to me that would feel like this product manager has no trust in the engineering team, right? Uh, Which is true. In defense, in defense of maybe this product manager, I also have... A list. I think, but, but it I think for him it was more about minimising the risk if something does go wrong. Like yeah. for him to sit there with a checklist, maybe take a bit of time, but the, the risk is kind of a lot yeah. lower. But we both know which company this is and they didn't have any automated tests. Look, I haven't said <laughs> anything about any companies. Yeah. yeah. So like, I don't want to name names. No. So, <laughs> so, I mean, look, I totally believe in, in checklists yeah. as well. Like... Like there's there's a checklist of okay before we deploy like have we have we spoken to marketing and has the comms gone out and has like you know, um, you know have, you know have we tested some other scenarios that you know maybe the developers haven't gone like end to end to make sure that authentication still works and because yeah. uh, we're releasing this part of feature which you know, um, have we are we going out with like a test cohort of, of users mm. first up have we selected those ones so you know. Checklists are really, really useful yeah. just because you've got like 30 things flying around mm. with different teams. Um, but I wouldn't have necessarily a full, at least luckily here we've got we've got um, engineers who, who are good and also, um, you know, good quality people as well where I'm not going to be going through every, every edge case, mm. right? I'll go through in the main sort of flows. Does everything look right? proofread the copy if I need to. Um, I'm not going to have necessarily have a checklist for that. Yeah. I'll just know to do it. Yeah. Um, but I might have a checklist for other things before, right, right before we go for release. Mm. For release. Mm. Yeah, I, d I don't know how I feel entirely about the checklist. <laughs> checklist well, from the look on your face, you're disgusted. I am disgusted, actually. <laughs> just a say bit. it. Because <laughs> a, a checklist is just a, it's literally just something waiting to be automated. So that That's it's true. now part of the system. 100%. If, if you have features that you're like, oh, I hope we didn't break off, then that would tell me that, you know, there's, try to test there's a lack off. of confidence in yeah. it. And yeah. we need to define what the boundaries of that system are. Mm. But those, th those checklists are like for, for testing, like, I don't know, unit testing, integration testing type of checklist. When, I don't know, maybe, maybe, just maybe the product manager was like doing a checklist across different teams to make sure that that particular you know, deployment, like, okay, yeah, yeah. have I done uh, the that, announcement? That's coordination, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Coordination yeah. stuff, 100%, I understand. Yeah, yeah. You can do some of that stuff in, like, your 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 Jira uh, server or whatever, if you really have to. Can uh, you? Yeah, yeah. We you use Jira? Huh? You use Jira? Yeah, we use Jira. I don't remember what the name of the product was, but we use... Have you guys got a sponsorship? No. no. Have we mentioned we it too many times? We should get a referral fee, but maybe. I'll reach out yeah. to yeah. Atlassian tomorrow. Atlassian, just over there, right, somewhere. That's a couple of yeah, that's a couple of mentions. We're a deputy, and we're a deputy partner one. now, just well, anyway, so just to announce that. Just I, announcing that now. I've seen big gains uh, in automating those sort of processes oh as yeah, well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, 
because it ended up where even in a in high because I've only worked in highly regulated industries, uh, you you would like what would become like what previously would be a week of like project product manager time to get a deployment out becomes like just click this button on this dashboard. And normally there are things that are simple, like it's something you could get a grad to do, but no one knows that you really can automate some stuff. Like the Jira thing, we even had like uh, release notes, uh, service desk updates. We had mm. like notifications and then you had to click the button. Each person got an email saying, this is what's going on in the release. Are you okay with this? And then boop, click it. Oh, that's good. All that from get, get diffs from the previous release. Oh, nice. So all that, that, that stuff is also readily automatable if it's, you know, discoverable. And it's it's o- stuff that's automatable not by experts but by like your intern essentially. Mm. So, but anyway, I, I love. It. No, I, I don't have an intern. Uh, you make a good point. Get a Coder Academy intern. I hear they're pretty all right. Coder Academy. Yeah, we're from Coder Academy. That's true. Mm-hmm. I'm all right. Oh, okay. Yeah, we turned out okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not even a programmer, so I don't know. <laughs> that's true. Did I fail? <laughs> Yeah, I, don't even, I don't even have a job. I don't I know what I you're talking yeah, about. I think I did. I think you're in the marketing stuff for them, though, so I feel like huh? you succeeded. You've got the pretty face. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> but, um, I sure do. What about improving yourself, then? If we're not talking about improving the product. Improving we're talking myself? about improving the product manager. Oh, yeah. Sort of come on... Um, Sort of We're just in the middle. Can you come back? I'll have to edit that now. Sorry. Do you want to ask me again? Uh, what we what do we say? What about improving yourself? Oh yeah, improving yourself. Yeah. Uh, so, if you're a product manager and you want to improve yourself, how do you improve yourself as a product manager? Don't worry, I'll work it out. Just talk, it's fine. I'll, I'll chop it up, it'll be fine. Um, <laughs> I, don't, like, I don't know, read? You guys You guys read as well, I mean, as engineers. So there's, there's I don't know, things you'd read. Actually, one time I yourself. asked you for a book and you were like, yeah, read Blitzscaling. That was a good one. You gave me Blitzscaling. Blitzscaling, yeah, Blitzscaling's good. Um, it's, yeah, it goes through, I, I like it because it just goes through some good case studies of companies where they had to, they had to outpace it was how to outpace your market in really crowded and hot markets. Um, so some some industries some industries that you go into that would be really critical. Um, but I, the 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 tough thing with reading, I find, is that there's so much because for product you're working obviously commercial, so there's a lot of strategy. There's you're working with designers, and then you're trying to learn what good UX is. You're trying to work with engineers, so you're trying to like learn what Kafka is yeah just because they're talking about what's that so you can get I feel at least you can get like overburdened with the amount of reading stuff for me most of my learning comes through just talking to people Mm. um, about different situations I find myself in and being like how would you navigate that or how would you navigate this Um, so that's that's easiest for me just because that's also how I like to learn, which is through learning either through experiences or through other people's experiences when I talk to them. Um, yeah, because, yeah, just getting through the, a lot of different types of books, just sometimes there's there's too much because of what the different areas that the role covers. Yeah. Like you always try and stay broad. 
there are a couple of like I guess probably good books which are just good general product books because they're pretty broad, mm. but they're never really going to get you into like the depths which you probably Phoenix want to go. Phoenix have Project. Have you read that? Phoenix Project. Yeah, that was that was a uh, what not to do. Yeah. Oh, you've read it. Oh. We talk about it almost every episode. We do. It's one of my favorite books. One of the greatest books ever. Yeah. Yeah. Why I are you looking at me <laughs> like that? <laughs> are you judging me for my choice of book? No, I just yeah, hasn't I haven't I haven't I haven't thought about that book in a while. I don't know. Good good culture where I am at. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Was that that was but then all the stuff in that book was all fictional, wasn't it? As in like as yeah, in like it was it's a fictional story. It's yeah. told as a like a novel. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, a, it's yeah. very engaging as a technology yeah. book. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. if you read the DevOps handbook, which is, like, I the won't. sister... <laughs> it's, like, the sister <laughs> of it, right? Those, those books are all, like... You want some light so reading on the weekend? Yeah. You just want to wind down the DevOps handbook, I baby. just literally said, <laughs> got to keep it broad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to read DevOps handbook. I'm sorry. What DevOps is about the whole... Phoenix Project, though. Yeah, Phoenix Project, though. That was a, that was a approachable read. That's a, that's a sister to the DevOps hand, handbook. It's, like, uh, accompanying reading material. It is quite broad, actually, DevOps. It's like the source to the stake. It is. Mm. DevOps is important. It impacts products as well. It's a culture, not a... Is it a mindset? It is a mindset. It's philosophy yeah. as well. It's also my old job title, but... Right. Actually, DevSecOps. Disgusting. Is it a... Uh, developer security operations. Yeah, <laughs> job security oh, operations. Wow. But um, is there, like, schools for... Product managers now. I feel like the role's getting they're more they're and more prominent. That there's totally like schools for too many. Yeah. So yeah. I think I might be wrong. I think the first product manager role was um, was created over at Google. Okay. So Google created like an associate PM and PM program. Yeah. Just because they're like, we need good product people. Yeah. How long ago is this? Is this is this early Google? Like early Google. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably like within the first few. Was this in the infancy of uh, when? Product managers started to well because I think they were, I don't know I actually don't know the history of product management but I know that, that in terms of formal formal like um tra- not training but like formal roles yep. and programs to like sort of nurture PMs mm-hmm. that was around I think Google was one of the first um but yeah no, tons of schools like GA here there's I think there's like product schools in the US as well yep. and a lot more in general in the US just like there are coding boot camps infinite certifications uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah Academy XI there's a little almost pro- everyone course. has a product certification oh should we get into that yeah 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 do you hate it I don't I don't know I just I don't I feel like you're able to learn so much more I mean not just working yeah but caveat well it's which is the unfortunate thing which is a lot of people who don't have the opportunities to actually work and build up those skills and experiences, I completely why, completely get why they choose the path of like education or like yeah. certification because it's the only way they can get a look in. Mm. So I completely get it. But uh, lots of people start working as a product manager and then they're like, well, I could be better if I had these three certi- certifications. Yeah. I see a lot of resumes with like new, uh, like, Project yeah, management yeah. certifications. I don't know about that. There's a lot of project management certifications. You mean screening for PMs. Um, and I don't know. I like personally. I feel like I, I, I don't really think I'll ever get any of those just because I like sort of learning on the job. But it's I all totally instinct anyway. I, I totally get why people use them, especially if it's just trying to build up their their profile. Mm. 
it's, it's just more accreditation, so so why not? Um, where I think it can go bad, and which is maybe where you're coming from, is that just because you got the certification doesn't mean that it's going to like work out as you intend to yeah. with, with the practices that you apply to drive the results you want. Um, it's yeah. like everything in software. It's the same for like computer science. Yeah. Getting the computer science degree doesn't make you a good programmer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's probably where, I don't know, I don't know if there's a bad rap, but like that's where if someone has, has the accreditation, they think, oh, because of this, it immediately means I'm this, then that's probably the, the wrong attitude. We're the anti-education crew. On the job experience uh, done wonders for me. Yeah, I learned heaps. That's in where you get everything. I learned heaps in the boot camp, but as soon as you see it for real yeah. in the wild, it's a whole different ball game. It is. Yeah. None so of the education can train you. No. Really. Um. No. But just I have no. To talk I mean, like, crap to get in the door. Yeah, I totally get why some people need to like grab it. Just because my sister did it. My sister got a, a a project management certification, and she got a role eventually, like a year later. And uh, yeah. I don't think it's. It, like her skill set was already there. It was fine. It was just that she needed something as a talking point on her resume, ah, much like yeah. me in Coder Academy. But the other so. thing is, though, sometimes I find that they could be good just because it helps you stay across in acronyms. Acronyms, yes. You don't want to also, but also certain as a product manager. And <laughs> say, but what's Scrum? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think I was. Uh, I don't think I've ever really been asked that. Um, My sister was asked all about it in her. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Um, but what was I saying? Um, what was I saying? Getting the certificates. Yeah, oh, yeah, it can go. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the good thing about sometimes doing those courses is just you get to stay across different trends from other places, um, because typically they do quite well at just like these are the latest thinkings, and it sort of like pulls everyone together yeah, to, to collect right. all their thoughts. Yep. So they're pretty good to for that, and that's why like sometimes you would get people who already have long careers in there jumping in and the the education was really what they were going in for the certificate and then the title is just you know a byproduct of it um yeah is there groups in sydney for sharing or even online like pms where they just get together and share is there pm overflow pm overflow yeah that sounds gross actually (laughs) (laughs) sounds like pms (laughs) um so, uh, yeah, they're all people. People, they're, they're, anyway. they're just meetups. There are meetups. Are there meetups? Yeah, there's plenty of plenty of meetups. Yeah. I got to um. Hopefully, this one it's back soon. Um, I think they did one just recently. Um, there's a breakfast product of Sydney. Oh, nice breakfast. That's oh super God. casual. That's probably like the worst place for me to be on the planet. I would hate that so much. Yeah, I don't think you'll like <laughs> it. You're not the type. Of <laughs> no, but like you get a lot of. Product people, designers, and engineers as well. Uh-huh. Um, typically, product and, pr- and product design. I'm going to. It's a casual chat. Yeah, like you're just eating breakfast and then you're just chatting. But like that's for me. That's where you learn heaps of stuff. For me, that's the way for me to understand what other people and other companies are doing. Yeah. Um, because typically it's very very diverse. James stopped talking, so that's it. I guess it's over. Well, I flipped the Pikachu, actually. Oh, did you? Is that, that the cute? Yeah. 
we said before we had to come up with a cue for how to <laughs> play out, but <laughs> Frank went so hard on it. <laughs> I thought we'd have like a segue that we'd work up to to hit the music, but look, you gave me the look. I could feel it. I'm I'm getting hungry too. I've I got a pee, man. I know. I can see a look on everyone's <laughs> face. Like, oh, we are done. Thanks, Ash. This has no been worries. awesome. This man. has been our best podcast yet. They mean they get better Yay. and better every time, but this one has been one of the greatest. The better is. This will make the top ten. It will. I think we've done 12 we've so far. 12. <laughs> there were only two worse, and uh, wow. you couldn't hear Frank in those two. <laughs> top, top 10. I live to be top 10. I'm happy. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Well, hopefully we don't do too many more episodes. Otherwise, your spot's at risk. <laughs> Maybe he'll come back. I'm back yeah, we'll do another. we'll do another episode. Come you know, back. What, what do you want to talk about next Bring time? someone else. We'll do four people. That's yeah, we can do that. Oh, yeah, you can. Actually. All right. Ciao, ciao. We post episodes on Wednesday. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>